0: another episode of merlo and me i'm your host linda kamau and today i have a special guest a podcast host a fellow kenyan on the the podcast today and her name is ekua um is is pm like is that like your initials what's the pm about by the way so
1: pm wow hi everyone thank you so much linda for first and foremost for including me on the show very very excited um, to be in conversation with you uh, but yes PM is actually my real life initials but it's also a play on words you know because AM to PM, PM. So yeah, yeah that's PM, what I so it's like my time and then mm-hmm. also because you can see me DJing so there's like right. beats per minute so it's like my beats per minute you know okay. so there's a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of things going on with PM but yeah I need to get wait till I glow up and then I can get a logo that actually looks like a clock that's like the vision any graphic designers who want to collab hit me up
0: oh yeah (laughs) I know all the graphic design I went to NYU everyone's exactly exactly.
1: but an African (laughs) I have to be African though like I'm only trying to you know we're rooting for everyone African and black so
0: I like that I really like that But yeah, Ekwa is a fellow Kenyan living abroad. She's been out here for longer than me. So I thought it'd be interesting to have someone from the Kenyan diaspora talk about that New York experience (laughs) and sort of compare it to being back in Kenya.
1: (laughs) I know, right? Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: before we do any of that this is a wine podcast before anything else so we have to introduce the wine
1: yes tell me which wine are you enjoying today I just
0: opened it I haven't actually poured it out but this is a Pinot Noir it's by Dark Horse I don't know I never know how to like what to say about the company is it by them is it produced by them is it like
1: it's produced because they produce
0: sounds like a song. Yeah they, they make it but it's just it sounds like the language sounds funny to say right it does of course but yeah they're a company in California so it's an American nice. wine
1: ah but it's no Kenyan wine. wine oh
0: we're yet to do that that episode will come it's not
1: <laughs> right when we're back when we're back home <laughs> when we'll we're home get yeah wine <laughs> that's when we'll have it yeah yeah I don't think uh, I've ever had Kenyan wine
0: at all there's a uh, there's, a, there's one brand that always comes into my head. It's called... Well, there's two, actually. There's Four Cousins. Oh. <laughs> I, I think don't that one's one. Kenyan. Yeah. yeah. I think that one is Kenyan. And then there's Lelechwa. Lelechwa? Is, <laughs> it's called Lelechwa. <laughs> That's the name. It's
1: called Lelechwa. Lelechwa. Oh, I need to try that. I need yeah. to try that. That one's oh.
0: the more popular one. Actually, no. Four Cousins is probably more popular because it's. I think it's cheaper. But
1: I I feel like commercial. I've only had like South African wines in Kenya, I don't think I've ever yeah. had like, uh, but then again, I'm not really drinking wine when I'm in Kenya, more of that, more on that later, you know, yeah. yes. No, it's
0: true, it's true for sure, but yeah, um, right. of course, recording from home, so we couldn't share this wine together, she's actually drinking some tea. <laughs> i know i did not get the memo i
1: did not get the memo wow wow i did not get the memo i did not get the memo
0: you know what from the like from the first episode i was like yeah every episode's gonna have a wine and we're gonna have the same bottle but gradually it's been like yeah you you have water it's fine (laughs) whatever you drink it's not a big deal
1: Yeah. whatever you drink no and i yes yeah. no we will definitely plan a time to record i feel like this is gonna have a part two you know we need a part oh, two yeah, for sure oh, um God. but yes where we enjoy a wine preferably a kenyan wine but anyway mm. and Af- it will be an african wine we'll do everything
0: i'll like sneak it yeah. over in my suitcase if i go home again
1: <laughs> i know right the only problem is, yeah. is glass so then how do you you know
0: hey, you wrap it some newspapers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the bubble wrap <laughs> everything
0: what else have no you tried to way. sneak
1: in what else I mean, have you stuck in? So anyway much. don't incriminate <laughs> yourself don't allegedly what have yeah. you brought from Kenya allegedly
0: um well there was a time you know I was under 21 so I used to bring like whiskey <laughs> <laughs> because I couldn't shut but this was when I lived in Florida actually this wasn't even in. <laughs> wasn't
1: oh even my anywhere. gosh that's so yeah. funny it's
0: like let me fuck up because
1: I can't go anywhere else <laughs> yeah. that's hilarious
0: yeah yeah but then also it was easy to just do it at duty-free at that point I didn't need to do yeah. it yeah but you never know, Man, you... American Airlines can be can be, t- can be tough.
1: Have you ever been, like, refuse. carted on the plane? Like, have they ever asked you, oh, how old are you? Like, when you yeah, Yeah.
0: You
1: yeah. have? What and did you was,
0: say? I think it was Delta. I was like, yeah, I'm 21. They were like, oh, can I see your passport? I was like, excuse me. Hey! <laughs> I'm in my seat. My bag is, it's already tucked away. I'm not going to pull it out. I know. I was, like, you know what, just, I was just like, keep keep the wine. It's fine. It's not that deep.
1: Oh, I'll my drink, God. I'll God. Drink, you know, I've yes. always been so scared. <laughs> to do yeah. that like when i was under 21 mm. but then i don't know something one day convinced me like when i was 20 actually was i 19 i was i was underage mm. but i we were coming from europe so i was mm. like you know yeah what? it I'm didn't matter ask. yeah i was just gonna i'm <laughs> just gonna ask and he was like oh that's fine like yeah oh wine, yeah. which wine would you want? like he was like mm. and i had to pretend like oh i know what i'm talking about you know but yeah. i was like uh yeah, red
0: before- I feel like with other airlines, they really just don't care. Like, yeah. if you don't look like an infant, they'll be like, okay. exactly. if you're old you're enough to order baby. it, if you know how to you're order it. You're on the plane by yourself.
1: Anything can happen yeah. on this plane. Give me my damn wine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's like if I'm gonna die, like I might as well have some wine, right?
1: Exactly. That's how <laughs> carted you. Very interesting. Very. But interesting. this was, I
0: think, it was a local. Was it a local? I don't remember where I was oh, going. Oh,
1: okay. Domestic. But I know I was.
0: I know I was like in Delta or United Airlines or something, and I was like, yeah. Uh, understand. Okay,
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. If it was yeah. any
0: other airline, they would have been like, okay, fine. But because yeah. it was an American one, they were like, okay, you need to. Uh, yeah yeah today we're drinking a Pinot Noir which are you are you a big wine drinker at all
1: I am I'm actually more of a white wine drinker Mm. um I like uh I've actually become a fan of uh this like grapefruit rosé I wish I had the name gosh I should have gone by my store and but it's excellent and I'll in the show notes you can include it because I'll get the name for you but Okay. It's a really good wine that I found from France, um, that I like that's my go to, and then I also like a good um, what's the I don't know if this is considered, I guess it's a sparkling wine, it's a yeah, it's still wine, um, yeah, the wine I love, Bartonura. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with Bartonura?
0: No, I actually no? just had sparkling wine for like the well, not for the first time because I guess champagne is a sparkling wine too oh yeah i guess so yeah i had like a red sparkling wine for the first time and i was like what the fuck i didn't know i didn't know they made it it's more it's in the
1: prosecco family bartonora it's on the sweeter side like i can't drink too much of it now Mm -mm. but yeah that used to be my go-to bartonora and then it's funny my my mom loves yellowtail yeah uh, chardonnay um that's like her go-to Camille
0: you um, also like, has, like yeah. the really big like two liter you know that.
1: Bottle. <laughs> it's like this i'm committing like, i don't know if that's what she likes it's, just, it's hey, not for trying we can have this with dinner we can have this or yeah. just come over yeah. Over, you know it's one of those wines that just never finishes it, i feel like that was the wine that probably jesus turned because it was just a lot it was never it's finishing. Abundance. <laughs> it was never finishing like it was pouring yeah. it was pouring for everybody but yeah so i've big. seen that's been yeah that's been the, the if i'm drinking red i'll probably drink that yellowtail
0: mm-hmm. yeah i was yeah. telling another friend how popular the taylor port wines are over here Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. I never even heard of them before, but me, everywhere, going, people people in New York really like Taylor and it's so sweet. And it just Mm-mm. it's not for me. I like dry wine, so
1: yeah. I'm more of like yeah. I like to taste the elements. So mm-hmm. if it's fruity, let me taste that fruit. If it's more of a earth taste, let me mm-hmm. taste that. Like I'd rather that. Um, yeah, and that's why I feel like I like white. Okay. dry and also it has the flavor. And then I also, I tend to, when I'm drinking wine, it's more so, it's up, you know, it's classy. It's, it's a classy night. Yeah. It's social. I'm at an event, I'm at a gallery, I'm at dinner. So I'm always pairing yeah. it with, food. you know, whether it's a salmon, whether it's like, you know, like, yamachoma, Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just one of those moments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wine is never just alone you know mm. that's yeah. true
0: I mean I like to pair my wine with good conversation so that's the podcast, right. that's, the podcast. <laughs> that's the podcast
1: that's the podcast cheers yeah. to that as I cheer. cheers I to that bad yeah. Luck, but... oh yeah I
0: forgot to say this is episode 14 so cheers I think you'd like this one it's quite like rosy
1: okay like, I'm gonna like look cherries for it. I'm gonna and look raspberries it. and
0: like even the color it's so light like it's like nice. a pinkish yeah it's not like a deep red although it looks a bit darker because the shadows mm-hmm. but it's a very light color so I, I i like this one i've never had this pinot noir before but it's it's growing on me i could buy it I, again i, I like it that. i'm gonna look for no. i'm gonna
1: have it this weekend i must try that one i really will
0: <laughs> yeah all right yeah. so i like to tell my guests a fact as well about mm-hmm. the wine So Pinot Noirs are actually a very weak grape. So despite their popularity, they're very hard to grow because the way they grow, like the the grapes really clump together to like Uh an acorn shape that makes it really hard to like separate them and it makes it difficult for them to ripen evenly. So they have a tough time actually making a lot of Pinot Noir (laughs) even though it's so popular. Yeah, another thing is it's only it's it's better to grow it in like colder regions as opposed to hot climates so it's unlikely you'd find a Pinot Noir from like Argentina or South Africa because the climate is too hot Mm. that they end up like the heat messes it up it gets like moldy and stuff so Mm -hmm. that's why the best ones are from France or like some parts of the U.S. That's pretty much it. I think it's just France and the U.S. that are the biggest growers. There's
1: no UK. Um, Wow. Does anything grow in the UK? That's.
0: That's. I've never seen a wine that says like proudly English. Like I've never seen. (laughs) Always. It's it's always other parts of Europe. Yeah. France, Italy, Spain. Spain is a big one too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Germany also is becoming a a big producing country yeah I didn't know it but the names are very tough to say I'm not gonna lie those grapes are not they don't really love
1: the town. Exactly. <laughs> don't cancel me. I love you guys. Oh, for sure.
0: I have like three German listeners. So shout All out right. to them. All right. Hopefully
1: they stay. After we are angry at Equa. She's disrespectful. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, no, I think that that. So are they the same? And this is maybe a dumb question, but mm-hmm. uh, would Pinot Noir grapes? make for good raisins then
0: also oh, something i actually discovered while i was working on this podcast is that the grapes they use for like eating <laughs> like table yeah. grapes are not the same ones that you use for wine they're oh, different the uh, so wine grapes are usually smaller and they have like a much thicker skin uh-huh. and that's why they're better for wine because that's how you get that color like the rich color and like the Mm-hmm. the deeper flavors in it but mm-hmm. with raisins i think they can they probably can use wine grapes because it's like it's all shriveled and stuff. i don't think it really matters right?
1: that's what i thought they're in the same family yeah. but i guess not i guess not
0: they okay. might use regular table grapes for that but
1: we'll find out <laughs> we, <laughs> we can Google find it. out we will google yeah. it we will google yeah. it good but to yeah. know
0: but yeah, getting out of the wine for a little bit. Equa, you are a Kenyan in New yes. York City. Yes. But this is not the only place you've lived. You've lived in other countries, haven't you?
1: Yes, I have. I have. I spent some time in... Well, it was very quick, but I spent mm. some time in the UK. Um, mm. And then my family... Well, they weren't living in, like, Europe. But what we would do is, like for a lot of the summers, we would go to, or I would go to like language camps in like France for like two months. And then from just spending a lot of time in Europe, one of my very close friends um, is from Sweden. And so I went to Sweden for a little bit. Um, And so yeah, it's just been, but I feel like that's the life of, you know, kids who work, or whose parents work in foreign services gang gang yeah. um UN, you know they that. get to, yeah. yeah they get to mm. see a lot of parts of the world even if it's for a short period of time so yeah, yeah. so yeah. was it and like fun, a fun fact movie? i was actually born in england so i don't know i'm we were not even kenya yeah. but skr yeah so are you people.
0: are you the english diaspora <laughs>
1: i know right <laughs> who am i i am a woman <laughs> <laughs> I am yeah, I yeah, no, I, I'm very I'm very I feel like I feel like what you are is really where you like how you've been brought up and I was brought up with my Kenyan mother and so mm. yeah I feel like this house was mm. mini Mombasa Nairobi you know what I mean like, sure. so yeah, so it was very much so, you know, Swahili spoken in the house. We're eating pilau when guests come over, when you know, the aunties are in town. Well, maybe we'll make chapati. Like, yeah. we'll go, <laughs> like there'll just be an auntie in my room one day, and it's like, oh yeah, you're sleeping in the living room. You know what I'm mean? just no yeah. question.
0: It's normal, it's, it's not even a big deal. It's, it's not like, a <laughs> big deal,
1: you know, it's like, oh yeah, you know, you're you know, so yeah. <laughs> Yes, no but yes. the
0: chapels I really miss chapels like that's in my I have <gasps> dreams about them like I wake you up know, just craving yes and yeah. it's it's quite sad but I know some Kenyans out here who actually make a lot of Kenyan food so I just pop by their house I'm like hey what's up you, you're doing dinner <laughs> Dinner, guys, <Online?" laughs> guys,
1: that's smart that is smart I think it's for me I as I get older I'm like wow I really have to learn how to make these things because yeah <laughs> like I am becoming it? the auntie even though I'm not an auntie but it's like <laughs> you need to know the babies look at me like where's the you know where's the food I'm like I'm also looking for the food let's look together <laughs> By the way, what,
0: when is the age what is the age when you become an auntie and you're no longer one of the kids
1: <laughs> I don't I don't want to know because <laughs> I, <laughs>
0: It gets to a point where they're asking you, "Where are your kids?"
1: I feel like it's definitely as you like. I I want to say 40s, but even then, it's. I feel like I think even like
0: 35. Right. I feel like, I feel like it's like if you start. have a
1: good, like if you're a doc, like if you're a successful person, I think yeah. you can even be younger because it's like, oh, mm-hmm. you have a good job. You have a good, okay, you have we house, have yeah. okay, take care of this. You know, oh we need money. For mm-hmm. school you know what I mean? Like the moment they can start asking you for that, then it's like, yeah, you're kind of, you're reaching anti yeah. side of life. <laughs>
0: auntie status i was once asked where my children are and i was like wow ah, <laughs> me me what? 23 year old me being
1: asked i children. know you're <laughs> too young for that ah no these people need to realize first of all in this in this climate changing world you're right <laughs> what oh, if that's not God. even what you want
0: right so how that's about radical. that, auntie? there's such a big stigma with with having children oh my gosh well, that's an episode for. Oh, yeah, a that's another, that That's not. Yeah, we're right not now. gonna
1: go. We're not gonna do that right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: but yeah. So when did you settle to? Why did you pick New York? Like, and when did you come here? Like, was it a few years? Like five, so, 10?
1: um, I was raised. So I was raised in New York. Um, I oh, guess, really? Yeah. My, yeah. So my family. Um. Well, my mom came here for work. Mm. Um. And yeah, so when I was a baby, like still months old, we moved from England to New York. Um, okay. and so yeah have just been spending time between New York and Nairobi um growing up because that was like what my mom wanted to instill in me that yes we live in New York and like you are a New Yorker but like but really you can... yeah <laughs> you know Numbani is Nairobi or like you have family there you know like yeah. that's equally a part of who you are. Um, so props to so... you for
0: like embodying the Kenyan-ness in you like you're speaking Swahili and everything like that's that's good considering (laughs) that you were raised here what
1: yeah and that's why the jokes about I mean it's okay will I say my Swahili you know Swahili Sanifu maybe not like really good Swahili probably Mm. not like if you put me on a scale i probably be leaning more so to the people, the American kids, right? <laughs> but you can but get by. <laughs> I can, oh, I can totally get by. And I think that it's important because I think as I've grown older, I'm so blessed that I have that because I think a lot of kids who w- wish they could be more African mm. or Kenyan now, like they don't yeah. really have that. And they're tr- learning it as you're older is so much harder you know Mm. um and so I think language you know language is a big how we communicate is such a big deal so
0: it's so important and yeah it's to maintain these languages to make sure that they don't die they don't fade away
1: you know because I will say like I understand and I can speak Swahili but it's like I don't know like Luya Luo all the like Mm. I Eh, you know but mm. and i do respect people who understand and can speak because there's kids i met who may not speak Kiswahili, but they understand and can speak kikuyu and i'm just like yo yeah wow like that's <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> I have cousins
0: like that and i'm like how how like, how you, you know what I,
1: it should, <laughs> yeah it should go hand in hand really in my opinion but like i commend mm. them because it's like also too that's a part of the culture right and that's something mm. that's so important to keep within our culture um and like we can embrace so so yeah Yeah. so my family came here so I've basically been raised in New York okay well
0: that being said like what what do you think would be your favorite thing about the city if you could pick three things that you love about New York City
1: (laughs) what do I love about New York oh my goodness okay first and foremost I think you know because I've lived here pre everything pre the way that we know the world now right and seeing Mm -hmm. how it's (laughs) changed now I think one the the first thing I would say is just how quickly we can sometimes adapt you know I think New York is a very adaptable city even though you know it's unfortunate that like people right now are going through a lot of challenges and like because of capitalism and all these other issues in the world, like it's turning into more of a um, money centered place. But I think within local communities, what we try to do is make sure that like everyone within the community is kind of, you know, okay, you know, and knows of each other and knows how to take care of themselves, you know, like, New York has such an amazing library like resources that you can tap into whether regardless of where you're from regardless of your you know your background your status your you know sexuality like if you need access to healthcare, you can get it if you need access to um I don't know just legal advice or even like you know food stamps like there's always like if you have a question or if you're struggling like there is a number you can dial or something and those things work, you know? Like some, like I, and this is where sometimes I compare between, you know, of course, Nairobi and it's, I don't like to compare because there's just so many struggles. you so different. Like, yeah. You're not, yeah. yeah, like you, we know the reasons as to why things don't necessarily work back home, but like, it's just one thing that I'm so grateful to see and witness and be a part of because it also showcases that it is possible for millions of people to be able to coexist you know mm-hmm. what I mean think about all the languages like I recently learned like in Queens just in the borough of Queens there's over a hundred I think it's 140 countries represented what? and what? like yeah all the different dialects and languages and it's true you can feel that energy um mm-hmm and then number two just like music I think the legends of hip-hop the legends of just um like street culture If you think about mm. hip-hop and even like brands like I think Supreme started in New York don't quote me though but like just how certain <laughs> even oh Mark Jacobs like so many designers that we love worldwide got their bearings got their footings in New York City you know, course, so there's something yeah. to be said about whether your life is just, you know, you have like a one a studio apartment that's as big as a shoebox. There's oh, something about <laughs> living here <laughs> that just it's inspires cozy. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To work hard, to work hard and to, yeah. And then of course, just the people, the people that have like everyone here, like you could meet someone in a taxi cab. And that's one thing I loved about riding taxis. Cause I've, Lived here pre Uber. Like (laughs) you talk to an Uber driver, and they'll tell you, like, yeah, I was a doctor back home, or I was, you know, doing whatever, and I Mm -hmm. come to New York, and I had to start over, you know. And so there's a lot of people who are. We're all just trying to to make it, you know. And I think New York allows the space for you to do that, but you just have to grind and
0: work. You really have to write it out because it's it's tough
1: it's tough, tough. someone um,
0: trying to figure it out too sheesh
1: listen <laughs> and you're young you are so young please never forget that I know that the world
0: I feel like beautiful. I'm 50 right now.
1: <laughs> I know I mean trust me trust me I get it but it's like, yeah. yeah, one thing I would tell you and all your youthful listeners is that <laughs> you are very young. Okay, but you're making young. it
0: sound like and, you're so old. <laughs>
1: you're I know, right? Even me, I am young, even me, I'm young. We're young. young too. Yeah. We're youngsters. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, we have we're allowed to make like even even when we're older, that's the thing too. Yeah. Like I feel like we've been fed this lie that oh my gosh, you have to be successful now because you have to make it now. And it's like, where right. Going? Like, Yes, I know on one hand the world might <laughs> get too hot, but on <laughs> the other hand it's like there's still so, like you have no idea why people are becoming billionaires at 21 or on 40. Yeah. It's like we don't know what their tomorrow is going to look like, right? Like nothing is mm-hmm. promised, so it's like maybe they're riding their w- w- that wave that wave for them right now. But it's like, that's going to crash at some point, And then your wave is going to, like, it doesn't mean, like, yeah. just because they're riding a wave doesn't mean that your wave isn't going to happen. That's mm-hmm. what I want to learn and, like, reprogram my mind to believe. Because sometimes we we think that everything is so isolated and, like, one yeah. if one thing happens. That's just, that's that's the only thing that can happen. Mm-hmm. So there's, like No, there's millions for all
0: of us at the top. There is,
1: <laughs> the ocean is wide. It's Waves wide. are never-ending.
0: Yeah, and apparently now we're all moving to space. So it'll be even I'm bigger. On Earth.
1: <laughs> I'm going to stay on Earth, though. That I'm stay on Earth. My only thing is, if you go to space, you can't come back. That's, that's just oh. how I see it. That's that how I see Yeah, think? why are you coming back? You'll <laughs> come back. Mm-mm. You have ruined enough It's an Earth.
0: experience. It's like Disney World. You, you know, you go, go for a few you days. You and never come back. <laughs> it's like you've chosen space. That's your you life You have now. chosen
1: space. Okay. It's for you know who. Yeah. Yeah. Stay out there. It's fine.
0: Okay. Um. Well, now that we've talked about what you love, what do you hate about the city?
1: <sighs> Ooh, hate is a strong word. Or dislike.
0: You can dislike. Uh, you can strongly hate, dislike I don't I mean,
1: it. Yeah. I mean, I. Survey. Right. No, I hear you. Ooh. Yeah. I think I just in that same breath of like resources, I feel like. There's also just been a decline of morality, like in the city. I I, or at least from what I've seen, I think the homeless population has risen. And oh, it is yeah. so unfortunate because I mean, of course, because so it's it's weird because it's like during the pandemic, they were given hotels and then now they were being kicked out. And it's just like, wait, mm. how can this modern society not have home? Like, have not, and I know we weren't working in a this pandemic, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But like in a whole year, you're just going to put people back on the street now because it's not a pandemic. Come on. Like you can't give people that luxury and then take it away from them. So Mm -hmm. there's this like and I think growing up in New York, there was a lot of um, it just felt like more camaraderie between people. And now it's becoming a lot like all the mom and pop, like the local things, the things you can't really Google You know what I mean? Mm. Like you really just got to know the spot to know the spot, you know, or know someone who knows the spot who can take you to get the best, you know, dim sum or the best Pad Thai Mm. um, Thai food and like the best, you know, sushi. And it's like or the best pizza. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of rode with that wave. But now everything is becoming a lot more commercial. And I That's don't true. like that. Isn't that pop- a
0: good thing for the businesses, though?
1: Yeah, I mean, they're getting hey, more
0: customers.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, money. and no. But I feel, <laughs> I feel for those mom and pop shops. I feel like you know, yeah. I feel for like the authentic, rare things that are just specific to New York or to that street or to that neighborhood. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that it's important for New York to recognize that because a lot of people they come from everywhere in the world and they make their home in New York. Yeah. So yeah, I just think that there's that's that's important and that shouldn't be forgotten because I think sometimes it gets forgotten in the conversation. Yeah. Um yeah. What else? Do you have a
0: third one in there?
1: I'm trying to I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Um I I would want to say so i will say this but there's a caveat i feel like new york the dating scene has kind of gotten weird but <laughs> i feel like that's just because again because of commercials and like or not commercial but it's like now we have i think that's just in general right like everyone is so yeah. used to like using an app personally i've never been on any apps so I'm really like, oh. i know right what?
0: <laughs> what? i wish i wish i could go back in time and i know listen, but <laughs> Now that's stuck with me. You know?
1: <laughs> I've never, yeah, I've never, I've proudly never used it's so funny because I went to dinner once and like in New York and like mm-hmm. these, you know, businesswomen and I get it, you know, they don't have really the time to just be out and about in the world and kind of just chill in and meet people. So they have to be on apps. And so when I told them, yeah, I've never been, they were all like, how have you, you're young. You're supposed to, you're supposed to tell us. how." Yeah, you're to. the demographic. <laughs> I really am. But yo, until Tinder and Hinge and all of them want to slide some dollars this side, I'm not joining because yeah. I just. In I fact, it's like-
0: the opposite. You, you can pay to get, I don't know if it's to get more matches or to get like more people to oh, see. Oh, wow. That's a thing, yeah. Yeah, cuz oh. some some apps like I I currently use Hinge, I think you can only do a couple of matches a day. So if you if you do like more than I think, maybe it's like 10 or 15. If you match more than to they they're like, "Okay, come back tomorrow." Like, Sheesh. <laughs> that
1: is insane. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Nah. there's so
0: many rules. rules. It's, it's too. There's
1: too many rules to that. That's a natural supposed to be a natural process. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like you could meet people out. Like I get it. Winter. Oh, that actually, I take back the dating <laughs> it's one. It's not
0: the dating. it's Winter. <laughs>
1: winter in New York. I've grown up here, and I'll still mm-hmm. never be mentally prepared for winter. Yeah.
0: yeah, what was it even like as a child? Like, what you yeah. even play outside? Like, where do you ride your bikes and swim? I don't do you swim? Can you swim?
1: <laughs> I I don't know how I would do it, but I would literally sometimes I think about how I went to high school in the snow. Yeah. It's like wow, I really did that. I, can't I really woke up that. at six a.m. just to freeze. You know, like mm-hmm. I would freeze. You freeze. You just accept freezing, and then me, I would also just accept falling on ice because it would always happen every winter. Oh, yeah. And, Mm. yeah, you just have to be prepared for, like, the boots and the layers and the jackets and the the gloves yeah, and the hat. I'm still,
0: like, I'm still adjusting to having, like, two. There's no way to look cute.
1: Like, yeah, it's just about layers. (laughs) Yeah, it's really just about layers. you got to wear, like, you got to wear the long john underwear Mm. or the tights underneath your jeans. (sighs)
0: And that's just like the worst luck it's it's not it's, just, it's bunching up oh god even
1: though i live in canada i went to school in canada for like a year and that's where i actually what? learned so <laughs> it could be nice like not that winter could be nice but like people know how to make winter work because it would be a blizzard right and everything mm. would still be open in canada wow. like we're not nobody's sh- and i would be like isn't it a blizzard like nobody it's like no no they'll clean the snow you know what time the bus is coming you know okay when the wind is blowing you know everyone kind of run out yeah like it was just very organ. i was like wow you could really organize in the snow yeah. okay well, it's cool. probably because
0: they are used to like longer periods of snow than oh, a place yeah. like new york yeah, yeah.
1: every time it, it snows in, the in the york summer. i feel like it's like oh you know yeah
0: <laughs> yeah because I don't even think the summer is that hot like it's not like this place has been having like heat waves yeah facts. That's, true. Mm. that's true
1: that's true that's true that's <laughs> true I, yeah. I don't know I don't know I think I because I never lived there actually in summer summer I only lived there in the spring so mm. yeah it was pretty it was it was temperament it was good it was all right
0: okay yeah but since you mostly grew up here um do you feel like you're really like connected to the American community, or do you feel like you align more with the Kenyan community? Do you even have like a like a Kenyan community diaspora people that you've kind of sort of collect as a family? Yeah, like where where do you feel the where you where do you feel like you identify the most? So
1: growing up, I definitely would say that because I didn't I didn't fit in really but I feel like I was blessed to be around other people who were in the same boat as me where they didn't Mm -hmm. like their family was from originally from Africa someplace but they were you know in New York and going to school and like interacting with you know other kids from all parts of the world right Mm -hmm. um and so growing up I would say you know I'm just I'm just like I'm both like and I, I still agree with that statement but I think yeah. now what's changed is that I don't really, because when I think about America, New York is not really like America. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's, you know, it's like New its York, own little like, island. You think about America, right, think about Amer- yeah. all the states of America, all the different things that America has, all mm. just all of it. New York, I feel like, is the 1%. Like, we are not like the rest of America. (laughs) I feel like New York and California are two places. And I think that's why a lot of people tend to flock from those states. Like, so you'll meet someone Mm. who grew up in LA and then moves to New York or someone who grew up in New York and moves to LA because we have that similar relationship with America. And so Hmm. I actually feel more accustomed to saying like I'm a Kenyan New Yorker because that makes more sense Mm because even and then even when I say that though it's not really 100% true because even with Kenya it's kind of like my like I have my ancestral home and like of course my relatives that live in Nairobi and Mombasa and so like just understanding that like cultural landscape even though kenya is so vast you know too like even as i've grown up just knowing that there's you know there's the north that we don't really yeah, talk it's like about a that's, different place. Yeah. right that's like you know more so like ethiopia you know and like parts of the coast that are more like some like somali and like just mm. very like you know that coastal even like people who live in coast they come yeah. to Nairobi, and it's just, like, different cultures, you know what I mm-hmm. mean, and so, and then, let's not even talk about, like, Western, you know, being from Western Kenya, and, like, how yeah, that also is different, to again, like, Uganda, yeah. right, so it's, like, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's also, like, okay, what are all these borders, like, this region, like, who created that, you know what I mean, that wasn't really us, We're we tended to be, as Africans, just nomadic people, we had our tribes, but, like, people would, you know, go other places, trade things, go away, come Mm -hmm. back, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I really like to, I would like to believe that I'm just an embodiment, like a two or maybe not 2.0, because it's many generations (laughs) past. But like, I would like to believe that it's just an extension of just this, you know, nomadic African woman, and or I am a nomadic. African woman and um, I'm blessed to have cultural roots though in New York and in Kenya
0: so yeah and in terms of community
1: yeah Mm -hmm. it's like the the African community I feel like in New York is very united or Mm -hmm. has become more united because recently yeah more recently I think growing up I was more so just like the considered part of the internationals yeah really like links to like Africa specifically um mm. and it's it, that was interesting because I think it exposed me to a lot of things really early on but also now being older like just relating more so to all and seeing our similarities as cultures you know within Africa mm. so, or sub-Saharan Africa so yeah
0: no oh, yeah that's 100% yeah. true um just on that same thread you were talking mm. about how like Africa has become a bit more united like the, dias- the African diaspora has become more united in the U.S. and probably like in the U.K. as well do you have like an opinion on <laughs> I have an opinion on it and I just want to see if you have an opinion too yeah do you have an opinion on this like rise and sudden interest in I want to know my African roots like I am from Togo <laughs> my and like the, the way like suddenly like African-Americans have really like found this new joy and yeah intrigue in their african ancestry for and this is, i i think like largely i really do think this happened like in the last less than five years like maybe the oh last yeah, yeah four yeah. years like since You're these right. apps like ancestry and all that came out that's when this this interest came but for the longest time there used to be a lot of shame so What do you what do you think of that little transition that's happened? Let's talk about it. it.
1: I will do a shameless plug and say that I did (laughs) have this conversation with um, African-Americans. Well, when Black Panther came out, I believe in 2018, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that was 2018
1: so anyways oh, 17
0: 2018
1: i think it was it 2018. 20, anyway when black panther <laughs> came out you know that yeah. was like the whole thing and people dancing and wearing like you know dashikis to the, the mm-hmm. i'll go say music video to the movie theater the premiere, and yeah. all that jazz and so mm-hmm. yeah we had a conversation from like the african-american perspective and then also from mm-hmm. the african perspective so those who want more of what i thought check that out what they thought
0: too yeah Yeah.
1: and what they thought too which I think is really interesting I I go back to that episode actually frequently because I feel like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of still relevant yeah that are still relevant now even in this you know if you think about just like the move, Black Lives Matter movement anyways Mm -hmm. so to answer your question yeah I think that so I have I have mixed emotions about this I think But my overarching emotion is that it's excellent. I think that it's needed. I think that Mm -hmm. um, there is strength in numbers. And um, I think that as more Black Americans, African Americans understand their roots, they can be eager to travel there. Because I think that's the best Mm -hmm. way to learn about anything is to be in that experience and to really get to know the culture. However, Mm -hmm. from just what I've heard and for instances that have come up on the internet, there is a bit of an entitlement sometimes and on both sides too. I think that as Africans, sometimes we forget that like, and I had to learn this like through that whole experience, that like it's a privilege to like know where our great 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 grandfather you know what I be mean? like this land yeah. is the mm-hmm. land that our you know where when the colony when it was still a colony they fought and you know we have yeah. this land yeah. we can't give this land it's our ancestral land like literally right or like where it our tribes like, have tribal lands like these are clear cut things right that's mm-hmm. a privilege because of just life, right? Like yeah, even people. just
0: like knowing what they spoke, what they ate, things like that. Like you know, they, they don't they don't have that advantage.
1: It's true. They it's don't true. have yeah. that advantage. Like even simple things as like black pres- like black people have been. I mean, we have black millionaires <laughs> and billionaires back home. You know what I mean? Like these Niger- yeah. like Nigerians, Kenyans. Like it's not. There's wealth. There's wealthy mm-hmm. Africans. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. having someone seeing someone be a president we don't think oh they're black you know what i mean like that's not something that comes to mind and that's i've learned is a privilege the privilege of yeah. being african and knowing which african country we're from so there's that and then but on the flip side too there's a there is a sense of also entitlement when you know americans tend to come and like they i think sometimes there's going with an expectation of like you want this to be like you know tribal and rural and it's like yeah Yeah. like like Nairobi's yeah there's a city like Mm -hmm. yes Accra or you know all these places may have like a kind of craziness to them Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that there's not an there's an order in the disorder right yeah. and I don't think sometimes if you're not used to that that's why I feel like there's such a stronger connection between like Caribbean people and yeah that's
0: because, what I was gonna say right because mm-hmm. we
1: get it like like we get it's it like when you, go to thing, Kingston, yeah. when you go to yeah when you go to some of these um countries mm-hmm. like you see like even Haitians like when you when you see how they were raised or the stories that they tell you, it's very mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we, you know, we eat this too. Or, oh yeah. Like when I go yeah. see my grandma, you know, in the countryside, like they have Even that. Even like
0: the upbringing is similar. To, you know, British system. You mm. know what
1: I'm saying? Like it's very, mm. very linked. It's very, very um together. And so I feel like that's kind of where, Sometimes um, African-Americans get lost is because they may be expecting like safari everywhere and like not as much of like they don't come in with a really open mind and you really have to come in with an open mind and be open to be open to being gypped. I always tell them. (laughs) <laughs> you know not be I mean? open to be charged more because you have the dollar right like yeah. you just have to and why shouldn't you pay things.
0: more like shit right?
1: you just gotta like oh no that's it's like nah yeah it's gonna happen yeah. to you and that's okay you know what i mean it's it's still cheap right
0: it's yeah not bad it's, it's still cheaper than if you bought it here
1: yeah. right so it's just like knowing mm. certain things and being cool with certain things and also mm. being accustomed to certain like cultural things and like you know having people so I'll tell you a funny story that someone told me um recently in okay. Tanzania yeah like there was a situation where like you know because he's obviously he's Tanzanian so he's like in this in this coffee shop whatever mm-hmm. ordering a drink and you know Swahili so he like knows the guy whatever so imagine like he's taking the first guy's taking orders for all these girls I guess they're you know American um I yeah. I don't want to say that they were Afri- but I think it was a mix. Like, I think it was some African-Americans, some, like, just people from all over, like, the States, mm-hmm. right? So they were putting in their order. They were telling him. And, of course, English is not maybe their fir- the strongest, right? So that he's writing things out. He's trying to understand, like, it's taking long. So he writes everything down. Um, And so then in Swahili, he, like, points to my, like, the guy. And is like, oh, what do you want, too? So they start talking. So then the <laughs> American group is like, oh how are you just gonna cut us in line like we're <laughs> ordering and it's like he was trying to explain like no like I'm trying to get everyone's order like all your orders so that the guy who's gonna even make your thing because he's not even Can here start, yet. Yeah. So, right he's, <laughs> he's not even here yet so <laughs> you're still gonna be waiting so there's this is again the sense of like even like yes this may look like an established place there's still like a localness to a lot mm. of how we live
0: oh okay? for sure
1: And I don't think sometimes Americans that come in get that. So it's just, you really got to have an open mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I, I, (laughs) basically to answer your question, I think it's great. I think that it's good. Um, I think that we need it. We need strength in numbers, but I think Mm -hmm. both sides just need to have a little bit more grace for each other and like a bit more of an understanding and not just, aesthetics you know what i mean like it's cool yeah it's, it's not
0: just it's cool. the outfit right yeah. it's not just the
1: outfit right like go and really understand the culture like know that mm. it's because you're not like yes you may have dna that's nigerian or wherever but it's like yeah you need to know like you don't know there's only yeah. so much that ancestry can tell you and they're gonna tell you you're a mix of because you are right and there's these mm. things were not documented where it's like okay this person who came this name is this no it wasn't like it wasn't (laughs) like that it was labor right it wasn't it was a grim it's a grim story so i think yeah yeah. i think yeah it's horrific you know so i think both sides need to understand like okay in this rejoining and this re you know welcoming there just needs to be understanding and understand that like things operate in certain Mm. ways yeah what do you think i want to know your perspective
0: I have like two main things that bother me about like largely like I do think it's a good thing I think it's always a good thing for people to learn about African countries because the schools are not teaching <laughs> are not these teaching, American so schools man really ah, thank god I never I I did a year in public <laughs> school
1: but yo I don't yeah. know what they be teaching I've, I've literally
0: you- been I've literally been asked, like, is Kenya in the Caribbean? And I was like, hey man. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, and this was like twenty 20- eighteen, even.
1: And I was like, people <laughs> forget about how big Africa is. Like Ghana yeah. is not next to Kenya, is not next to South Africa. Like these yeah. are miles and miles away miles and apart. more of exploration to our side and side. Yeah. You know, like yeah. they just and, uh, and respecting
0: the differences too, not saying, Oh, this one is cooler because I like the But mm, this talk one about is nicer that. because yeah, those that 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 whole thing starts to irritate me. But what really bothers me, me about this change right now is more about like this tokenism and like over exaggeration mm. where like I, I don't wanna like name names, but Beyonce, <laughs> you know, she <laughs> she's been doing some things that have been sort of been putting me off and I'm like this I, I mean I honestly I didn't even watch Black is King because I knew what I was going to what was going to happen I was like I didn't want to watch it I didn't want to put myself in a situation where I'd be upset with her because I, I like her music but
1: right yeah
0: there's just this this willful ignorance where it's like I want the title of yes I'm a Ghanaian princess and my ancestors are kings and queens but realistically no they were not like they Even were not yo <laughs> <they weren't. laughs> I mean there's a chance I know that they, they had kings and stuff over there but like most likely they weren't <laughs> I'm sorry yeah really nah if they were nah. most likely you wouldn't be here you would be in Ghana <laughs> <laughs> so yeah those that like it's very oh, I think it's yeah. like gratuitous it's like I want to yeah, feel nice yeah, and I understand the need yeah and I stand the need because that's that was the whole message in Black Panther too it was like yeah there's this whole rich ancestry that we don't know like we might have been greater than what they make us out here and it's true yeah but if you're going to claim it and you're going to celebrate it and you're going to teach it you need to get your facts right like don't don't glamorize things just for media and I know it's social media it's supposed to be exaggerated and all but it's gotten to a point where, like, people are basing the whole knowledge of African countries on Beyoncé's documentaries or, <laughs> or whatever. It's not even a
1: document like that was fiction. Like, I hope yeah, the the that fiction. Black is fictional. That's what i character- I mean, it's Lion King. Like, that's like looking at Lion King and saying oh yeah that's like that's real. <laughs> real you know it's literally the same thing so yeah yeah like it's mm. fiction none of yeah. that was real it's aesthetics mm. enjoy the aesthetics get the aesthetics and I, I I hear what you're saying I agree
0: yeah yeah and then just like even the whole thing of blurring the cultures together because it's something I've experienced oh, even yeah. in, like in work settings but they're like oh yeah we want to have a more African feel for this I'm like okay that's a continent. Yeah. You don't you don't hear me saying I want to have a more European feel. You'll say, "Oh, yeah, I want some like French things. I want some Italian food." You want to say a whole continent worth. It. Like you have to pick. So I'm like, if you're going to go down this road, you should, and I I respect you for even wanting to do it, but you also need to accept that you are ignorant <laughs> and do the work to not be ignorant hey, like there's nothing yes. wrong with picking up a book or saying I don't know in fact I, I do like when actually I mean it irritates me a bit but like I, I don't mind if someone asks me like what do they speak Kenyan in Kenya I'm like no Kenyan is not a language Mm-hmm. It's a nationality. What they speak there is English and Swahili and like forty two other languages. <laughs> like right. I can list them, but I probably wouldn't get through the whole list. All but, of
1: them. <laughs> yeah
0: i I appreciate someone asking more than pretending that they already know and then like going to preach it on on social media and stuff like that. And I think that's what's happening yeah. And I do not like
1: it. <laughs> uh, yeah, like it. yeah. yeah, no. Mm-hmm. No, not at all, not at all. Where you, yeah, and you then were, thats when you start yeah. to
0: see these preferences, where it's like, oh, everyone wants to say the Egyptian. Everybody wants to say the. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Egyptians true. even think they're African. <laughs> Egyptians <laughs> even think they're African. Let's start there. <laughs> yeah, no, that's <laughs> that in what the mean, Middle East. E- they are Mina girl. They
0: not even you know that we. I mean? They not even trying yeah. to clean. like. Yeah, who and then African? they want to say us. us. It's Nigeria <laughs> or it's South Africa, but no one wants to claim, I don't know, Benin. Like, Benin yeah, is Leo. also a good country.
1: Yeah, Right. <laughs> it. Congo. Well, thing, No, want to claim Congo, let me let me take that back. Yeah, but, yeah, but they like, like to
0: claim, like, the bigger, the more popular oh, ones. Yeah. But oh, all yeah. The, that's that's now that's when it, it becomes negative because, you know, they're glamorizing some and then they're really pushing others down and that's that's not what equality is about. Like, if you're going to learn, like, you know, accept that they're, they're all the same, I mean, they're different, but they're all equal, if that makes sense.
1: Right. (laughs) Like one country
0: should not be seen as better just because most people that are African-American might have Nigerian heritage. Like that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean Nigeria is better than Ghana or better than Togo or, you know, maybe more developed. That's a different story. It has nothing
1: to do with anything else. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No.
0: I think they should visit for sure. They should definitely visit. I think that's, that's more helpful than just googling things blindly because you wouldn't you would learn from google the way you would learn from real life yeah
1: and knowing your ancestry like i mean i used to have a really hot take but i changed i not really changed it but i think Mm -hmm. i was educated in the fact that because i didn't believe in even doing ancestry, like why do your ancestry you know what i mean like it really doesn't help (laughs) (laughs) right like that was my opinion um but what i've Realize and having spoken to people, um especially you know African Americans, it allows them to now like have those pinpoints that we just kind of mm-hmm. take for granted. So it's like if you know, and you know, hey, it could really be made up, or it could be like I don't know. um yeah. but like I, I don't even clear. know how they're
0: really tracking. I have no idea. <laughs> I it. Yeah, In I don't. Saliva, I don't. Know. I, I, I haven't looked
1: into it. I'm not gonna look into it. <laughs> But yeah. I, yeah, from what I've been able to see, it's like, you know, you're 50% or you're 25% Nigerian. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, like that just is the leg up you, you need to now mm-hmm. be like, okay, you know what, let me like really go and visit and like learn yeah. and like, you know, and it's like some people need that and then some people don't, you know, so I'm just more of like the, I think, going and really experiencing mm-hmm. it is always going to be a better teacher for like sure that mm-hmm. and i agree i agree with all the points that you've made
0: yeah but yeah now just being in america as someone who is an african woman have you you know also as a black woman really have you had like some really intense experiences with like racism xenophobia or just any type of discrimination
1: you know i will say i have really been blessed in that regard where i haven't Mm. necessarily experienced blatant racism i guess because i've been living in new york and i've only really stayed in like um really like densely populated areas of other immigrants but that doesn't mean to say that in, in other immigrants cannot be ignorant to themselves so i've definitely had like an Indian person call me the n-word but like Mm. not just because they you know what I mean like blackness is very but it was also like one (laughs) of those situations where I think that they they he probably didn't even really know what he was talking about
0: yeah yeah
1: Mm -hmm. I've heard I've heard people say this to black people so let me say it too because when he said it I was just like really and he was like I don't know I don't know you know, yeah, <laughs> so like that's, he was, that's pretty yeah, common. Yeah, so like? it felt like that. Um, and I, yeah, no, but what I will say too is that I think that just with everything that we've experienced, because I was here the whole time during the pandemic, during the protests, George Floyd, all of it. Um, mm-hmm. I think just seeing, unfortunately, what it took for, because this movement really. I think we've known as Black people, right? We've known about the racism, we've known about the killing, yeah. the brutality, all of it. A bit um, it we've been vocal it's
0: about it before. Vocal about it,
1: protesting about it. um yeah. And I think for me, I'm just really hoping that this movement doesn't just stop here, and it doesn't like, yeah. and that goes white people, mm. even you know people who have white privilege can recognize like their privilege now and like move accordingly. So now it's about like action for me. It's not really about like, oh yeah, I stand in solidarity. It's like, no, where are you putting your money? Who are you hiring? Who's on your team?
0: are you mm-hmm. really about
1: it? Because yeah, talking about it doesn't cut it anymore.
0: It's not right. enough. Yeah. It's and I, Lord, what's happening now? <laughs> like right. the, the, the first thing was spreading the word. We've spread it. The word is out. <laughs> the word is way. out.
1: The <laughs> word is out. And still, yeah. I think that there's, you know, the patriarchal society, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. and, you know, I even said it myself, like the George Floyd movement, but there really is the Breonna Taylor movement. And like, we need to, continue and you know Olua Tosin and like yeah. um, all these other women countless of women who have you know died at the hands of police or just mm-hmm. brutality from within the community and so mm. yeah it's just like kind of moving accordingly like I yeah. think knowing that it's like oh yeah no people need to pay us our worth because we are also mm. victims and like our names don't become hashtags you know yeah they should, so. shouldn't end
0: on social media yeah a,
1: yeah yeah that's the whole
0: thing know. about this like uh f- like fake activism yeah. of social activism Ooh, i like, know like, but that one is that one's also a hot take <laughs>
1: you know, eh, that one, eh, and even masculine, you know yeah. Even back mm-hmm. home, like I don't know if you've been hearing the stories of these two brothers. Yes, um, I saw that one. And that yes, was I forget their names, but in the show notes we'll include their names. And even mm-hmm. this group of um, young boys who were attacked by an angry mob.
0: Yeah, they the the mob. they were like tattoo artists or something, and
1: yeah, and it's they like, got like beaten up. Mm-hmm. Problem back home, respectability pro- politics. I oh, that's one thing. I could never yeah the fact that oh I you know I have to you know well I mean of course but it's still like I think it's like this all across Africa where it's like oh you have to dress appropriately like oh you know Honestly, like men your are uncle is coming yeah, yeah like <laughs> you know and it's like why you know it's disgusting that like, this oh, is even still school, a thing you can't have braids or you know mm. boys have to shave their like why does you know little Do you know? Patrick- Not have to shave his head with his hair, but my son has to cut all of his hair. No, Mm -hmm. come on. Like, do you know there was a (inaudible) time?
0: Yeah, sorry, I was sorry to cut you off, but there was a time in, in even high school where I guess the natural hair thing was starting to pick up, so most of the girls had like the afros and everything. And the teachers were mad about it. And these oh, are all yeah. black women being upset. They're like, no, Amen. don't do that. It's distracting. I'm like, what do you mean your hair is distracting? How? What is it doing to you? <laughs> it's not done
1: anything. Like respectability <laughs> is also rooted in colonialism. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel it like is, that's yeah. what our people need to remember. Like we weren't wearing suits and ties. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we weren't that. Yeah. It wasn't an office. <laughs> right. We had this hair way before we saw what straight hair looked like. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: how is hair and all these things? And I get it. Don't get me wrong. Braids, I can yeah. understand now with uniform. Conform. Like, if you you have to allow and enforce it in a way where it's easy for everyone. So, like, if it means yeah. they okay, have to do the little braids, you know, like, mm-hmm. yes, you can have an afro, but it has to be well kept. You have to comb. Yeah. you have to brush mm-hmm. your. I understand all of those things, but don't tell me that like one person and <laughs> yeah, it's bad for one person. Then it's not the other person or like having to hide mm-hmm. your your locks you know to yeah. be respected by in fact i feel man.
0: like locks are the one that are still having the hardest stigma because and I people understand. just can't seem to get past it they're like oh these are that dirty like oh whoa, still whoa, think no, that they
1: don't you <laughs> it's and it's weed. like
0: <laughs> and <laughs> honestly like i'm paying my bills
1: i'm doing right by society
0: the work is being done it's okay if my hair is locked like how has it bothered you like what is it doing? in your face (laughs) have i I wrapped it around your eyes you can't see it (laughs) imagine that they're just on my head over here yeah over here like
1: they don't actually bother you like they don't touch you they really don't touch you
0: they don't Like, like it's yeah. really, like, if it's, if it's about the length, but I've seen, like, heaps of white women with, like, tailbone length hair. That's not, that's, I never saw anyone complain.
1: We are now learning. So we we'll <laughs> do a shower.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, it's not smell. Smell doesn't seem to be a problem.
1: Thank
0: you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. that. on three days.
1: Yo, those stories, Ashton Poochardt, yeah. you know, I love that He was my crush growing up when i learned these stories i'm like yo Mm-mm. these people are not fresh you're not nasty for me <laughs> three days de- like when i read three days i was like nah someone is lying because even That's when just, i go in like, this weather four hours without taking i feel like oh my god mm-hmm. i'm so dirty like
0: ah! yeah, yeah. like you know I- like like in the summer, like the New York summer, because of humidity and everything, like I can walk to the mailbox and I'm sweating. <laughs> I gotta, right, I gotta shower,
1: I gotta shower, yeah. I just got a shower, yeah. you know, it's, like, it's, not that's, right. yeah, it's just crazy, mm-hmm. so, so yeah, yeah, I mean, I think all of these things play in, but you know, at the end of the day, I think it's about understanding what we bring to the table mm-hmm. and knowing our power and also knowing that we can we're now in points of privilege to walk away and to be vocal about experiences so that we don't go through the same same things. Like, I, I don't want, I think that as Black people, we should gatekeep our culture, but like within us, we shouldn't gatekeep from each other. Like, that's yeah. where I feel like sometimes we do that as people out of just, you know, necessity, scarcity, thinking, but I think now... We need to understand, like, oh, yeah, no, they want all of us. They want our ideas. And it's like we can yeah. bring and we all we have a lot to bring
0: to the table. And all mm.
1: make this good doilas. Doilas. Yeah. So yes.
0: yes. But, yeah, on that same thread of the pandemic and everything and how stuff has changed since with, with everything with George Floyd, how do you think things have changed for you as – not not just like socially and not politically either i meant like in terms of your preference for being in this in new york city like do you think you'd want to leave like i think you're going to another state another country
1: i mean i think now it's just become more apparent that like this Mm. is yes it's my home and i will forever love new york and do things in new york and operate in new Mm. york but Mm. other parts of them well I mean, hey, when the check is calling, I will answer. But (laughs) I think that I would definitely want to spend more time in Kenya, more time within Africa, really. Um, And
0: you can always go back.
1: Some of right. the money
0: is right.
1: It's right, just a short plane, a short exactly. two plane rides away. You know, right, right. We even have direct now from New York. Yeah, We're yes. Going up, We're Kenya going
0: Airways. Up.
1: <laughs> Shout out, right. Sponsor the kids. Um, the- <laughs> but yeah, no. Like I, I think that yeah, spending a lot more. I think as I, as I get just more situated and more, just in alignment with like what I enjoy and the things that I'm passionate about it involves spending longer periods of time in mm. Africa in East Africa mm-hmm. um and yeah just like supporting movements that are taking place locally and operating with people who've been holding it down for all these years and really amplifying what people have been doing right because that's mm-hmm. that's really what because it's not like things aren't there and so like we have to go and change you know can you know it's just about Mm -hmm. amplifying the local work that's already being done um and bringing and bringing
0: more yeah
1: right and bringing you know what I mean and all of us really operating and working together um
0: yeah
1: yeah so I think for me I do see myself but I do want to live in London for a little bit I don't know Twitter has made me
0: why not (laughs) (laughs) I'm
1: kidding uh but yeah no just I think spending time within the western world it has to be metropolitan cities but Mm -hmm. yeah is LA on your mind LA yeah hmm I mean so when I went to LA I'm one of those New Yorkers that didn't like it
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've never been either I I didn't like
1: LA I mean I also didn't know how to drive at that time I didn't have a car I feel like if I had gone there to like be there for like time and like yeah. now, I would I'm probably busy. have more fun. But yeah. yeah, I didn't really like LA and I haven't been back. Um yeah, I'm really spoiled in that, like everything's in New York. Why would I leave New York? Oh that's
0: that's such a New York mentality.
1: <laughs> it's such a New York mentality. I know, right? Oh. I was a yeah. very, very New York, very it's like, New like everything
0: York. is just two meters away. Yeah, why would I leave? Is, why yeah, would I leave?
1: It's, yeah. It's yeah, <laughs> why would I go? Why would I go there? Oh yeah, yeah no. I I've been I've been blessed to like. I think, yeah, no, for me, it's just and also spending time, I've become a lot more interested in understanding even my own history, you know, Mm -hmm. so even Mm -hmm. my history, like, because I didn't have that experience of actually like, I only did like a year, like a semester of Mm -hmm. when I was very young in Kenya. So I didn't learn Mm -hmm. that in history. But then again, I even for my friends who, you know, went to private schools in Kenya, they weren't really taught about like, yeah, I, mean, I, wasn't taught, and, I wasn't. You know what about I mean? At all. Yeah. Exactly. So I've been really interested in learning just a lot about that and um just understanding who were our, you know, freedom mm-hmm. fighters and who are our um, you know, war And even where these, you know, Political ties come from, and yeah. you know these beefs started, and mm-hmm. you know what, why certain things are even regionally too. Like, I think yeah. for, if you're listening to this, then you must like podcasts, and so I listened to <laughs> the Messenger, which is the podcast on Bobby Wine. Yeah, I don't know if you listened to it. um No, I, don't, I, I
0: don't didn't listen you, to that one.
1: Yeah, you didn't listen. Well, it was excellent, and it I taught me so much about Uganda. I had no idea.
0: Mm -hmm. about
1: Museveni and even just his how he started out literally like kind of like Bobby Wine too and just like how does someone switch you know what I mean how does you know how how are these things developed how are these things changed why why are they changed and then even within the region like Thomas Sankara like just Mm -hmm. learning about some of these people it's really fascinating you know it's really really fascinating and I think that as africans it's important to really understand that and like get that so that even when we make our own businesses mm-hmm. we can be aware of like okay you know when with certain agreements when you sign off with western you know what i mean like yeah, maybe yeah. an agenda brewing that you may not really mm-hmm. understand if you haven't seen it done in other fashion so For sure. so yeah just yeah, to answer
0: your question,
1: yes, I will live. <laughs> I will
0: live in New York. It will be between New York and Nairobi. And Nairobi. I like that. That's, you know, Nunobi. Alliteration. Nunobi. 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 You know Yeah. But let's actually yeah. talk a little bit about your podcast. So for the listeners, Echo is the host of the Afro Lit podcast which is sort of like creative people like musicians artists living in the yes. diaspora I think most of your guests are like African people yes right? Africans living in the diaspora mm-hmm. yes yes yeah yes. so like what what inspired you to start that and how long have you been doing it for actually
1: wow well yeah my my little baby Afro Lit um yeah I started actually in 2016 with a friend, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think our goal at the time was just to speak about our, like, because we both had a similar background where we're from Africa, we've lived all over the world, and now we're here in New York, and just like Mm -hmm. talking about how our perspectives of things, and Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that grew into then speaking to more people who were similar to us, and um, yeah, we started off just to kind of be that representation for ourselves as like a I would say a personal diary but also just as like a form of you know hey people who are African can also have lived abroad and experienced good yeah. things and enjoyed this some of what this life has to offer right <laughs> um and then yeah in 20 early 2019 um my friend and I decided to go in different directions and um, I took the show on as a solo host and I think that's when I started to really see because even while we were doing it I didn't really see the value in connecting the people Mm -hmm. and like connecting and bringing majority of these people were people I've worked with or were my friends and so it felt like I was just having conversations regular Mm -hmm. conversations but like when I took it on my own I realized that there's an importance of telling your story and yeah. having your story be told to someone who's like you, because there's exactly. things that that resonate more, and that they can ask you about, and like you can feel just more familiar with, yeah. you know. So I really care about the African diaspora globally, and even those mm-hmm. back in the continent, so, because there can be a collaboration. But and like finding out their, that conversation or knowing meeting someone and then realizing, oh mm-hmm. well, yeah, they're from Benin. But they grew up in France and they grew up in South Africa. You know, I'm speaking Mm -hmm. of Shirazi. Um, he was the last. that's really that's really interesting. You know, like
0: a lot of people in the diaspora didn't live in just one place. It was a couple of countries. Yeah,
1: you know, Mm -hmm. and just the racism, like we've talked about, like just the the what inspired even for them to become creative. You know what I mean? Because it always stems from something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so. Yeah, that's been that's been the goal. That's been the the way forward. And I'm I'm blessed that you know Apple has recognized Afferlit and
0: um, Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I'm excited to just I'm on a hiatus right now just because life be Mm life in, but I will be (laughs) back very soon. Um and yeah, I'm just excited to see the show expand and grow and you know become become a hub and become a network of sorts mm-hmm. or you know podcasters like yourself and just yeah, you're you know inspiring other people. the community <laughs> yeah of course of course yeah. that's what this is all about and like i think podcasting is such a beautiful thing especially for us because it we is you know how many stories have you been told just from your mom's memory, you know, or your family's <laughs> memory, and like it's like oh, I wish I could record that, and it's like we have this tool now.
0: Yeah, so. and it's forever. Like that means even hundred years from now, right? To they're find gonna find Merlot
1: and me and April and be like, wow, that's what you know. Yeah, that's what they were doing back in doing. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> In the middle that's of a pandemic. <laughs>
1: I know enjoying wine, enjoying, enjoying chai. As you should. As you should.
0: Speaking of the alcohol, we're about to wrap up. So I have like three short questions for you. Well, the third one's kind of long. But first one is what's your go-to drink?
1: What's my go-to drink? I feel like changes depending on Mm -hmm. what's going on. So if I am going out with the girls, I'll have my rose. But if oh. it's like a turn up type of night, it's definitely a rum and coke. Okay. I'm a ramen, even though I've become somewhat of a tequila oh person, not Casamigos, just, <laughs> you know, Patron, You know, I like I like a little bit of tequila. Don
0: Julio, um, yeah,
1: Don Julio, Don Julio. <laughs> you know, yeah, mm. yeah,
0: yeah. That's pretty good. That's yeah. good stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is something you never want to drink again?
1: Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> <Vodka>. <laughs> the, whole,
0: the whole brand of vodka like it doesn't matter any vodka
1: one. no vodka no <laughs> Svetke specifically Svedka has a lot of bad memories attached to my life um those who may listen to this who know her, you know exactly why um yeah vodka uh-uh I don't I don't mm. think I can even if I go to Russia ever in my life if they offer me You're vodka, just gonna drink
0: water I'll
1: just say, do you have Jimison? Because I <laughs> <Jameson. laughs>
0: we'll out here. We'll okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll Rome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The last one is: you can either tell me the story of your first sip of alcohol or your worst sip of alcohol.
1: As like, an <laughs> we ever remember our first sip because I feel like we were given. <laughs> did it you ever have dip- Did you dip your finger in wine and lick no, it? No. Oh, no, you never did that. <laughs> I um,
0: used to perform me wine with like a lot of apple juice <laughs> like white wine and <laughs> apple juice like it's a cocktail okay.
1: <laughs> I remember dipping my finger in my mom's I would do that oh, yeah. all like you know oh, when we go to these parties mm-hmm. um, and it and sends you me- to sleep <laughs> And it sent me to sleep also I would just chill because like 90% of the time I would be mm. maybe not the only kid but like the mm. kid who's a little bit too older to be playing with dolls or like yeah. young the younger one of all the like kids so they'll be like 16 and I'll be like 10 so I'll yeah. just sit with my mom right and of course they're mm-hmm. having stories whatever and they don't want the kid like yelling or like asking oh when are we or going cry. So I would just dip oh my, my god finger <laughs> and just you know sorry mom not nah, anyway I'm over 21 allegedly <laughs> allegedly allegedly I would way back
0: when mm-hmm. way
1: back when um yeah, but yeah I I guess my first so that would be my first sip my mm. worst sip I, I can't okay there's many worse sips but I will say you can
0: pick whichever one you'd like I know
1: right which one should I pick who's <laughs> my see the thing about my worst sips is that I don't remember what actually happened I'm now the I it was that bad of us <laughs> the stories of what happened yeah. you know mm. and so in the retellings I guess it's been Interest. Oh, yeah. So there was a time (laughs) there was a time I had gone to the UK and um, I was going to spend Christmas with my friend. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, like she has like a summer house. Right. And so but I was staying with like other friends because I had a period where I was staying with people who lived outside of London. And so I needed to be in London to take my flight to go to my friend's house. Nine. Um and so I ended up staying with some like family friends that I knew of, kind of, but like not really. And so I guess you know, in that like awkwardness, the the girl that I knew was like, oh, let's go out, like the night before. Uh-huh. The flight.
0: Oh no, that's the worst <laughs> thing you can do. I've no. done that before, but at least yeah. my flight was at night the next day. It wasn't.
1: My busy. flight was in the morning. I was supposed no. to take at six <laughs> eight, No. 8 a.m. flights uh-huh. to yeah and so we go out I don't remember there was a period of like I know we were drinking <laughs> at some like we were drinking we, I forget what we were even drinking but we were drinking and you know what it was for me and I, I learned this and I'll never do that again because she was smoking a cigarette so I was like you know I need to sober up so let me do that it mm-hmm. did not it made everything worse I yeah. I didn't black out but I just don't remember what happened the rest of the night the only thing I remember is I woke up at 7 a.m. I remember mm. my flights at 8 um, were you packed and, already <laughs> yeah I mean I had packed everything was good like I had the outfit I was gonna wear I woke up and I was because I was supposed to take a bus I meant of oh, course I was my bus, right yeah now auntie has to drop me off mm-hmm. yo that was the most awkwardest ride ever because she was like i know why y'all didn't make it and I, who told mm-hmm. you to go out and who told you this and this and this <laughs> so
0: the lectures
1: make, like oh my god Will you mm-hmm. stay type of situation i'm just like thanks so i'm calling my friend i'm just like yo i don't know if i'm gonna make this flight but it was god because the flight was delayed <laughs> what and the weather yo when that i tell you luck. it was god it was god so <laughs> i went thankfully i only had like a carry-on i didn't need to check anything in yeah. i was yo, i was still like i was still drunk hungover whatever like <laughs> i remember i said bye to my aunt and i was just like in the line thankfully there was this awesome couple that helped me i just confided i was like yo i went out the night before i'm so tired they were like yeah no we get it just it's you okay. know we're gonna go through yeah. security we're on this flight like it's been delayed just get mm-hmm. there. So then I get into the flight, yo, I pass out. And then I wake <laughs> up, I'm just like, yo, where am I? Have, have we reached? <laughs> have we reached? Like, I felt sick. Yeah. I needed to throw up. Like, it was just the worst experience. Mm-mm. But that couple was so cool. They were like, yeah, don't worry. Like, you can just lay down, like, just rest your head. Like, they would yeah. climb over me when they needed to go to the bathroom. I was like, listen, just, yeah, just climb over me. Like, I can't move right yeah. now. <laughs>
0: They were the plane so yeah. The they were like it's they the were only.
1: so chill. They were so they were like you had fun, didn't you? And I was like, <laughs> I wish I could tell you. I don't even know. But yeah. yeah okay. And then when I arrived, and now my like, you know my family friends are like, oh my god, I've seen. I'm like, I have this excitement too. But let me lay. But down. I need to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> restart everything. You know this doesn't mm. count. I didn't meet you yet. Let me restart the day, and mm. then we're gonna come back. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like it's fine okay <laughs> and I told my West friend way. everything she <laughs> was like Ekla! yeah was
0: like, dude you're living on the edge right now <laughs> yo
1: that was the last that's why like for me now when it comes to traveling I mm-hmm. don't don't play I don't play I don't go out Mm-mm. the night before even though I did do that like last year crazy not mm-hmm. last 2019 and Kind of something similar happened, but it was even worse because I missed my flight. But they were cool. Oh. They were like, oh yeah, there's another flight.
0: There's another, it's just because nice. like
1: my friend, like I was supposed to meet my friend in New Orleans yeah. and I missed oh. like a birthday dinner. But yeah, that was that was <laughs> <laughs> don't don't go out. More of the story. Don't go it's out the of time before you're supposed to travel, especially the day before. Don't.
0: Yes, do it like two days. Two days is right. fine, not one two days.
1: You need at least <laughs> that day before you're traveling. Don't do anything. Don't go nowhere. Don't just wake yeah. up and go to sleep.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thank you for being on the podcast and drinking some chai, <laughs> quote yes. unquote, Pinot Noir with me. <laughs> um, <laughs> If you listeners want to check out the AfroLit podcast, I'm going to link it in the description
1: and probably
0: on Instagram as well. So, yeah, thanks for coming on. It was really nice chatting with you. And It
1: was. This was such a great conversation. You're an excellent host. I'm excited to drink Mm -hmm. this Pinot Noir. I'm going to get it.
0: Yeah, go buy it. I'll, I'll send you a photo of it. It's pretty nice. Yeah,
1: send me a photo. It's cheap.
0: It's so cheap. So cheap wine here is so cheap. That's like the big part. That would be my. That is the beauty. Wine, <laughs> super cheap. Right. Trader Joe's man.
1: Oh, Shout out to Trader Joe's wine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: They need to sponsor me because I've, I've bought a lot of wine from them. Listen. <laughs> Even before the. <laughs> <laughs> they've
1: been they've been uplifting it this lifestyle. Because, <laughs> yeah. No, we're gonna. We all need a Trader Joe's sponsorship for real
0: honestly but yeah it's the end of the episode so don't forget to share it with any of the other wine lovers in your
1: life like and we'll see you next week oh yeah subscribe
0: do all the things (laughs) and yeah bye
1: bye